98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories, Demosisto leader Joshua Wong says he's facing more questions about his district council candidacy days ahead of a deadline. There are claims that a thousand restaurants could go to the wall as protests continue and the Transport Minister says the MTR won't be fully operational until vandalism stops. The Demosisto leader Joshua Wong says he's been asked for a third time to clarify his political stance as a new elections officer considers whether to allow him to run for the district council seat. He's the only one of more than a thousand election hopefuls whose candidacy has not yet been approved, less than a month before the poll. Francis Sitt has more. Joshua Wong had already responded to two letters from Southern District Returning Officer Dorothy Ma before she took sick leave on Thursday. In a social media post this morning, he said Ms Ma's replacement, Yaoximon District Officer Laura Aaron, had asked him to clarify answers he gave in correspondence with the previous returning officer, as well as comments in a newspaper article. Mr Wong said he believes the SAR and central governments had yet to agree on whether to allow him to run, while several other pro-democracy candidates have been questioned about about the views on Hong Kong independence and self-determination, none has been disqualified. A decision must be made by Thursday when the final list of candidates is published. If his candidacy is approved, Mr Wong will fight the South Horizon's West seat against the New People's Party candidate Judy Chen and Pan-Democrat Calvin Lam. The catering sector lawmaker Tommy Jung says up to 1,000 restaurants are at risk of closure, with four months of protests having been an even worse effect than the 2003 SARS outbreak. The Liberal Party lawmaker says some 200 restaurants have already gone out of business. He's urged landlords to reduce rents and renewed his call for the administration to offer a full guarantee for restaurant owners who have to borrow money to pay wages. June, basically, we see a overall 10% drop in businesses overall. Unfortunately, coming into October, the first 20 days, we're looking at a 50% decline. The unemployment rate in the catering industry has gone up. And if you look at bankruptcy for restaurants, they're talking about several hundred. And I think we need help from all sectors. Meanwhile, the Tourism Association's Executive Director, Timothy Choi, has called on the administration to think of more ways to support his industry. He says a new cash incentive for travel agencies will do little to help as agencies won't benefit if nobody is willing to travel here. The Secretary for Transport and Housing, Frank Chan, says MTR services will not return to normal until protesters stop vandalising its stations. The network has been closing early each night since widespread vandalism at stations at the start of this month and trains will stop at 10 o'clock tonight. Mr Chan again denied that the MTR Corporation was reducing services for political reasons. He said its decision to close stations during recent protests had limited the damage from vandalism and allowed for faster repairs, but more work was needed. If we are going to have a peaceful time, for example, for the past week, over the weekend and maybe next week, I would suppose that the MTR's service would resume normal fairly quickly. Because what we had experienced in the past months is that we do suffer quite a lot from vandalism and the system needs a lot of time to repair, check to ensure its safety and integrity before it can provide services. 
Mr Chan also says the government will discuss whether the Urban Renewal Authority needs extra money to deliver more starter homes or subsidised flats. The Chief Executive, Carrie Lam, said in her policy address that the URA would be given the task of delivering more low-cost housing after strong demand for its first starter home project in Hong Hong earlier this year. Mr Chan said the authority was in good financial health, but the administration would discuss its needs. Civic Party lawmaker Kwok Ka Kee says the government is in danger of increasing tension between the public and the police after the Department of Justice was granted an injunction yesterday to prevent the publication of police officers' personal details. It follows several earlier injunctions to protect police. Mr Kwok says the legal manoeuvre won't protect officers from so-called doxing but does give the impression that the administration listens to the police rather than the public. If you look into the internet, still many platforms based in some other countries is still leaking the so-called personal information of the police or their relatives. So it proves that this kind of injunction doesn't work. If you only act to the public, more mistrust to the government because they're thinking, oh, the government is not listening or responding to the public, but they're doing a lot of things to protect the policemen or their family. It only makes us more opposition towards the government or to the police. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Distressing messages from a Vietnamese migrant suffocating inside a lorry suggest she was among 39 people found dead in the UK on Wednesday. 26-year-old Pham Tra Mai's brother says she hasn't made contact since. In one text, she said she was dying, telling her parents she loved them. They were sent at the time the refrigerated trailer was crossing the channel. Deputy Chief Constable of Essex Police Pippa Mills made this appeal. I would like to speak directly to anyone who thinks their loved ones may have been in the trailer. I know you may be worried about speaking to the police and I would like to reassure you that we just want to be able to give the victims' families answers about what has happened. I can't begin to comprehend what some of you must be going through right now. You have my assurance that Essex Police will be working tirelessly to understand the whole picture to this absolute tragedy. Authorities in Chile say more than a million people have been marching through the streets of the capital, Santiago, calling for measures to reduce inequality. At least 16 people have died since the unrest began a week ago. The BBC's Jane Chambers is in Santiago. Vast crowds of protesters have gathered at Plaza Italia to take part in the march. Organisers say it's the biggest that Chile has ever seen. The square and streets surrounding it are packed with people waving banners and demonstrating peacefully. Many of them are calling for President Piñera to resign. This all started last Friday with violent protests about a hike in metro prices. But now Chileans are complaining about the inequality in their country and the need for change. They say reforms the President announced on Tuesday are too little, too late. The Pentagon has awarded a $10 billion cloud computing contract to Microsoft after a heavily scrutinised bidding process in which Amazon had been seen as the favourite. The 10-year contract is aimed at making the Pentagon more technologically agile. The BBC's Steve Jackson reports. There was stiff competition from the start to win this major contract to replace the Defence Department's ageing computer networks with a single cloud system. One firm, Oracle, took legal action after being eliminated from the bidding, and now Microsoft's victory has fueled further controversy. Its biggest rival, Amazon, had always been considered the front-runner. 
until President Trump began questioning whether the process was fair. Mr Trump has been a vocal critic of Amazon and its founder Jeff Bezos, who also owns the Washington Post, another target of the president's anger. In a statement, Amazon said it was surprised about the contract decision. A monthly arts night in New York has apologised for letting Harvey Weinstein attend. The Hollywood producer hasn't made many public appearances since widespread allegations of sexual assault were made against him, triggering the rise of the Me Too movement. Mr Weinstein was in the audience when the comedian Kelly Bachman criticised him on stage. Mr Weinstein is on bail and due to stand trial in New York in January over rape allegations, which he denies. Sport now, and in football, Leicester City went goal-crazy in the overnight game, equalling the Premier League record for the biggest ever victory. BBC's Andy Barwell has the details of an extraordinary game. An incredible Premier League game saw Leicester City go second in the table, five points off Liverpool in top spot. What a win it was for Leicester. 9-0 away at Southampton, the biggest ever away victory in Premier League history. Hat-tricks for Aosi Perez and for Jamie Vardy. The Leicester manager is Brendan Rodgers. You've seen so many games where um, teams cannot break the other team down, but... I thought our performance over the course of the game, playing against 11, playing against 10, was, was outstanding. And uh, to win any Premier League game, you know, 9-0 is, is phenomenal. So uh, it's, it's a great credit to the players and testament to, to how hard they worked all night. And here is one of Leicester's hat-trick heroes, striker Jamie Vardy. Johnny Evans, remind, well, it's a reminder as he first let us know when, uh, I think it was 6-0, come running over saying that, that we could get the record, it's it's winning by nine goals and every goal went in, he's like, come on, let's get back started and then Madders has whipped a free kick in, run off celebrating, Johnny Evans weren't too happy about that but in the end we've, we've managed to equal it but first and foremost it was all about the performance. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Demosisto leader Joshua Wong says he's facing more questions about his district council candidacy days ahead of the deadline. There are claims that a thousand restaurants could go to the wall as protests continue. And the transport minister says the MTR won't be fully operational until vandalism stops. That's the news from RTHK. Radio 3. Welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Kertrande, with you till 3pm. This week we have two musical themes of interest. The first are featured new album from Montreal-based Haitian techno-tribe wizard, Janice Plus. And a selection of hot new tracks from a lot of other places on the planet. As always, Giovanotti says it so well in Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. And we start off with one of our new tracks from elsewhere with Alex Bompa from Besançon in the east of France. And he's just come out with his new album and released the title track as its first single on the charts. Pas plus le jour que la nuit, no more than day than the night, uh, sings Alex Bompa. And uh, he's interesting for a number of reasons. He started actually writing soundtracks for movies before getting into his own singer-songwriter career as such. Uh, he came to Paris when he was 18, uh, studied uh, political science, and uh, jumped to music with soundtracks to movies in 2002, specifically the films 17 fois Cécile Cassard 
and others, and uh, he wrote the soundtracks for other movies until he came out with his debut album in 2005, Garçon d'Honneur. Boy of Honor, as that would translate. So he's up to his seventh studio album, and uh, that was released at the beginning of the year. This is the title track, and it's the first single of the year and of the new album as well for Alex Bopin. He identifies himself strongly in the style known as melancholic autobiographical literary musical pop style. More in the vein of Serge Gainsbourg, Etienne Dao, Alain Bachung, etc. So let's have a listen to Alex Bopin and uh, this, his uh, title track, also his first single off uh, the album, his first single of the year on the charts, uh, Papus le jour que la nuit. Pourquoi, pourquoi et je glissais ma langue Dans le passage étroit Qui conduit à la gangue De ta bouche pourquoi Et je glissais ma langue Je m'en mords les doigts J'aurais dû cette langue La tourner cette fois Car me voici exsangue Et depuis Pas plus le jour que la nuit je ne trouve le repos ni la paix Pas plus le jour que la nuit Je ne trouve le repos ni la paix Pourquoi, pourquoi Et je touchais ton corps Ce geste maladroit Je le regrette encore Ton corps si chaud, pourquoi A réveillé un mort comme je maudis mes bras Et leurs piteux efforts Je suis parti tout droit Tout droit dans le décor Et Depuis Pas plus le jour que la nuit Je ne trouve le repos Ni la paix Pas plus le jour que la nuit Je ne trouve le repos il a fait de doute et ce toi et pourquoi faut-il que tu t'en foutes que tu me laisses là n'entends-tu pas écoute mon cœur tambour qui bat annonce ma déroute un fini pas plus le jour que la nuit 